Welcome to Food is Not a Four-Letter Word, the podcast where you ditch the diet drama, banish body shame, and reclaim your life, all while creating a body you love. When it comes to body drama, your host, Carmela Romalia, has been there, done that, has the t-shirt, and wrote the books. And now, here's Carmela. Hello, hello, everyone. It is me, Carmela, from Happy Calories Don't Count, and this is episode four already. Wowza. So I had my little list of notes, you know, as I start to ramble on and wax philosophical about different topics uh, that are all designed to help you ditch the diet drama and find your place to freedom, peace, and ease with your body and your weight while also getting results, right? There's this, this idea out there, this fear out there that if you look the way you want to look, it's going to take a whole lot of time, effort, and energy, and it's going to be super, super hard. And then if you don't do all of that stuff, you can't have the body that you want. You just kind of have to give up. And it's just like, you're just going to accept the way this, accept yourself the way you are, and and it's very kind of depressing, and, and and all that stuff. So as I was describing that that state of consciousness, uh, I said that I was going to make a little note and talk about acceptance in an upcoming episode because acceptance is very very important, and yes, acceptance is a very very big deal. And like I keep mentioning and keep explaining, all of this stuff is interrelated. Because it, because you, because you are interrelated. It's all interrelated because you are a complex system. You are a human being with thoughts, feelings, emotions, beliefs, a physical body. Everything is interconnected. And so to get everything working in a systemic way that supports you, that supports the, the life you want to live, your health, vitality, your beauty, your joy, everything. You know, we got, we got to dial in some things, and there are a lot of different things to discuss and a lot of different things that, that interplay among each other. And so one of the things that is a big deal is acceptance. And acceptance will take on a completely different meaning, a completely different attitude, a completely different experience, whether you are coming at things from what I like to call diet drama land, which is the state of consciousness that people are generally in when they are living within the context of the fundamental conventional cultural diet and exercise model, or whether they're living in what I like to call happy calories world, which is this place of freedom, peace, ease, grace around food, exercise your body and your weight. You feel good in your body. You feel good about your body. You feel good about yourself. And you look more and more every day like the vision you hold in your head, like like you're you're achieving results that you want to achieve. It's not uh, this or that type of gig. And I call it Happy Calories World because the title of my first book is called Happy Calories Don't Count. Neither does Unhappy Exercise. So that's how that name came into being. And acceptance plays a really big role in both worlds. It's just a very different dynamic depending upon which perspective you come depending upon from which perspective you come. You know what? 
<laughs> I'm not like 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 people tell me you write like you speak. Yeah, I'm just going to speak and tell tell it like it is. And you know what? I might end a sentence with a preposition. Who cares? This is not English 101 at university level. You know, I know I know how to speak proper English, but this is this is just you know we're gonna we're just gonna say it like it is. All right. So forgive all of the incorrect grammar out there. All right. So diet drama land. This this is how we're going to discuss acceptance first, all right? Because a lot of people have a really hard time accepting their body the way it is. They constantly want to to fight. They want to, you know, rally and set those goals and overcome those obstacles and, and all of this. And, and it's part of a deeper dysfunction, all right? So we're going to talk about diet drama land for a second. Um if the and, and I and I do this for two reasons. One, this could be the very first episode you ever hear. So you don't know what I've said in the first previous three episodes. The other thing is that I need to keep repeating myself over and over and over again for any of this stuff to sink in. So beware that there are going there's going to be lots of repetition in this podcast. So uh diet drama land is based on the fundamental diet and exercise model. And that basic premise is, you know, diet and exercise, eat less, move more. Calories are a currency of exchange. You have to pay a price to eat. Eat more food, eat the wrong food, eat bad food, you gain weight. Eat less food, eat the right food, eat good food, you lose weight. Exercise more and you'll lose weight. Exercise less and you gain weight. And and the diet and exercise model sets up this relationship between diet and exercise that doesn't even really exist. There is no relationship between diet and exercise. Okay? I'm going to say that again. There is no relationship between diet and exercise. The relationship is between you and your body. Heal your relationship with your body and everything else falls into place. All right, so now I'm going to get back to this diet drama land place. So this is the place where you can get into psychologically, spiritually, emotionally, where, you know, you're judging every bite you take or you you get uncomfortable when you're trying to put on a dress because you were invited to a party or you know all of those millions of awful little yucks and feelings and just little senses of of just little tears i mean it it you think i'm being dramatic but i'm not i mean this is literal hell we live in and and you stop to think about how it affects every little bit of your life. All right. In this model, you know, think, just think basic gym, just think basic gym, basic personal trainer. And you know, they've, they've got you on the good meal plan, whatever it is. Okay. Think about that generic base model. In that model, acceptance is absolutely not tolerated. Because to accept yourself the way you are means 
that therefore, well, one of two things. One, they're going to say, hey, you need to accept yourself the way you are. You need, to, you need to accept the situation. They never let you accept yourself the way you are. They have you accept the situation. It's like this is a come to Jesus moment. You're going to accept the fact that you're 30 pounds overweight or, you know, whatever your number is or that you're training for a triathlon or whatever reason you are going is you're going it's you're going to accept the situation the way it is and then now this is this is ground zero and we're going to change it right the idea being that if you accepted yourself the way that you are you would not have any motivation to do the work of a diet and exercise program because all of that stuff's hard work and so if you didn't do the work of the diet and exercise program then you wouldn't change. In the diet and exercise model, it is the work of the diet, the work of the exercise that is creating the change in your body or not. And so in that model, if you accept yourself the way you are, then why would you possibly deal with all of the crap that comes along with doing the diet and exercise. You wouldn't have any reason to do it. And so then if you didn't have any reason to do it, you wouldn't change. Your body wouldn't change or it would just get worse because it's that thing. It's the diet or the exercise that changes your body. And because this diet and exercise model is woven into every single thread of the fabric of our society, you know, and, and I keep talking about it and harping on it so that you really understand, you know, it's, it's in a fishbowl. Like, does a fish in water really understand that it's wet? It, it, can't, it can't feel that it's wet because it's in the water. Like, we are so inundated with this underlying paradigm with this psychology that it's literally like being in the matrix. You don't know that you're in it. You don't know that you're thinking this way until you stop and take a beat and take a breath and step out and look at it. And then you can look at it critically and you can have some aha moments but then it just sucks you right back in. It's not like the movie. Th this thing is just going to pull you right back in because quite frankly, and this, this is not a conspiracy type of thing at all. It's just, it's just fundamental truth. And, and it, and I, and it's not a conspiracy thing in the way it evolves. I think that complex systems evolve and new players get in and, and, and people are all, are, are all moving together um, like I was talking about pressing levers and turning dials because you are a complex system. Well, society at whole is a complex system. The entertainment industry is a complex system. The weight loss industry is a complex system. Uh, marketing is a complex system. So until you take a step back and see that how the entire economic infrastructure <laughs> of our country, you know, is based on some of these ideas because it's like, oh, hey, eat less, move more. Well, the medical community also supports that. And then they're going to tell you to go on a diet, to go lose weight or, you know, go increase your fitness. And then that, they send you to a trainer or they send you to a nutritionist or whatever that reinforces that idea. And then you've got the, the diet industry that's selling their products and their services and their programs based on this idea 
idea of, hey, we're going to deliver you prepackaged, pre-portioned meals so you don't even think about having to monitor how your quantity. You don't have to deal with portion control because we're going to do the portion control for you because you only get so much to eat. And if you eat more than your allotted daily amount of calories, you're going to gain weight unless you pay the price of exercise. You know, so so this I mean, it's insidious. It is deep, deep in here. And so unless you take a step back and are able to to see what's happening, then you can start to see how or when you take a step back. There, I spoke better. When you can take a step back and see how all of this stuff is playing out, you don't get sucked up. You don't get sucked into it. Right. It, it's easier to to stay out of it yourself, and you can observe. You play the observation game, but that's one of the reasons. You know, even if it comes to you know, I don't know, something like your career or something like, you know, your children or or your relationship or, you know, finances or whatever, uh, It it's very scary to accept situations the way they are because we're taught if we accept situations the way they are, they're going to stay the way they are because the only way for a situation to change is if we take action to change it. And one, that's fundamentally not true. And two, you know, that's where the era of personal growth comes into play. I mean, the whole personal growth industry is kind of based on this idea of let things be. You change yourself. And because you are changing yourself, then the situation and the dynamics of the situation have to change because everything's interrelated. All right. So acceptance is a very, 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 very scary thing in the diet and exercise model. And that's why you'll hear a lot of people when they're trying to accept things as they are, have that sense of ennui about it, that sense of resignation, that sense like they've had to give up. They've had to give up their dreams. It's like, I, it's too hard. I can't, I can't get the body that I want. I've got too much weight to lose, or it's too much of an obstacle, or it would take too much of a time commitment and, and a mental, emotional commitment to, you know, eat the food I need to eat, prepare the food I need to prepare to eat the food I need to eat. Uh, I think I need to eat to eat the food I think I need to eat or to do the workouts I think I need to do to be able to get the results that I want. It's just too much. I can't do it. So I'm going to have to accept my body the way it is, even though I don't really like it and don't really want it. But I have to do that because I can't really deal with the alternative, you know. And so there, there's a lot of a lot of sadness about that. And it really makes me angry. <laughs> you know, it makes me angry, one, because it's not true. Two, because I don't want anybody sad about their body. I want you to feel good in your body and I want you to feel good about your body. And I don't want a lie to be stopping that. So people get stuck in, in these situations where they think that that the the diet and exercise model is proposing a solution that's just too big of an obstacle to overcome, and then they stay stuck, and they're unhappy, and they're miserable. And so they say they've accepted it, but that it, it's, it's not, it, it's a sad acceptance, you know, because, because it, the acceptance is not coming with power, the acceptance is coming with defeat, where there is a very empowering way that acceptance can be applied. 
All right. And that is the happy calories don't count approach. That is the personal development approach. That's all that other stuff where you realize that acceptance is not giving up wanting what you want. Acceptance is giving up the pain around not having what you want in this particular moment. Acceptance is the key to freedom because when you accept something, you're not saying that it's not going to change. That That's the diet and exercise model. And for lack of a better generalized uh, societal framework, I'm going to just call it the diet and exercise model, even though it applies to things like career families and kids and all of that stuff. You think that you need to do the change. You need to make the effort. You need to step up and do the work to change the situation. Because if you don't do something, the situation won't change. Okay, that's that idea. So acceptance from a happy calories perspective is no. Acceptance is hey, I'm not giving up the ghost. I'm not giving up the fact that I I would want that situation to be different. I'm giving up the pain. I'm giving up the pain around the the situation being the, the way the situation is right now. So yeah, the situation is the situation. I'm, I'm accepting, by accepting the situation as a situation, I'm releasing the pain around it. I'm releasing the pain around not having what I want in this particular moment. And when I'm releasing the pain around that, it's the same kind of thing as stop hating your body when and stop hating yourself. When you release the pain around that, it gives you space. It gives you grace. And in that space and in that grace, you can see opportunities that you didn't see before. You can see perspectives that you didn't see before. You have a vision of, of a complete, you have a completely different experience of the situation. And because you have a completely different experience of the situation, the situation has to change on some fun- fundamental level because you've changed. Uh, again, it's that that dynamic tension. And, and yes, you can look at this from a metaphysical spiritual perspective because they speak those truths and those truths are the same thing that I'm articulating right now. But also in the hardcore 3D world, it also translates because if you're talking about a complex system, you change one thing, you change one element in the system. If everything's intertwined and interdependent upon another one another, you change something, everything else within that system changes. So just the fact of acceptance itself is going to create change. Okay, so within the happy calories perspective, acceptance is a very, very powerful thing. Accepting yourself, accepting your body, accepting your situation the way it is does not mean it won't change. Accepting it is giving up the pain around the way it is right now. And then it's creating all of this space so that change can happen more powerfully and more miraculously than you could have ever anticipated. So that this that's the thing about acceptance. All right. So I, I talk about acceptance a lot. Um, and I and I again, like I keep saying, I'm Italian, I'm an actress, I'm dramatic, and I get snarky. I get into my little 
my little attitudes and my little little play voices um, about the attitudes that tick me off because they illustrate a mindset that keeps you stuck in pain. So when I'm snarky, I'm not snarky to you. I'm snarky about the attitude. And there is this attitude of, of people feeling like they have to accept and they just have to deal with and come to terms with their body not being the way they want it to be. And, and all of the sadness, it's really sadness because that's not true because it take take the next logical step. If your body isn't the way you want it to be, do you feel good about your body? No. It's like it's second best. It's second rate. And my job is to make you feel good in your body and about your body, <laughs> right? So, of course, I'm going to think that that's a stinky attitude to take. So what we want to do is I'm hoping that by doing shows like this and, and doing the podcast, that if you're one of those people, that you can see that there's an out, that that the diet and exercise model is not only the answer, it's not only the obstacle you know, that you have to overcome to get the body that you want. It's also the thing that's keeping you stuck in your pain and dysfunction around your body and your weight, whether it is actively present and to the forefront. Like if you're one of the thousands of women that I know that stress out all the time, even though you've got the perfect hair and the perfect makeup and the perfect designer clothes, um, you don't want anyone else to know that you're so scared about your body inside. So it doesn't matter if you're one of those people. And it doesn't matter if you're one of the people that carries an extra 10, 20, 30, whatever. And it's just kind of huh, resigned because you know, what else can I do about it? And again, the answer is not do the diet and the exercise program. What you eat is important. Yes. What you do for exercise is important. Yes. But food and, and exercise are important because they relate to your body. Heal your relationship with your body and everything else falls into place. So I'm I'm looking at the little clock now and I, I think this is a good I think this is a good place to stop. You know, we're just talking about acceptance this one. Um I got I got so many topics, girlfriends, um, and boyfriends and whoever's listening. Uh, you know, I, I I got emotional eating. I've got, you know, I've got I've got the whole shebang. So I think this one is a good place to stop for acceptance. Noodle on that. Let me know if you have questions. Email me if you want me to, you know, answer a question on air or on podcast, however this works. And uh, I will talk to you all later. Okay, bye. If you enjoyed this program, help it out. Give it a like, subscribe, follow, share. You know the drill. If you want to learn more about me, my books, programs, and services, visit my website, carmelaramalia.com. And don't worry, if you can't spell my name, you can also always find me at happycalories.com. Take care.